Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sigima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells, and we're having another great day today. I kind of want to go over something. You might hear some squeaking. I need the Earl, the Earl. That's my New Orleans language. That means O-I-L, oil. Uh, I need to oil my uh, elliptoglide because uh, I'm on it right now. But I wanted to do the podcast right now. And it was on my spirit to do one. And I'm like, God, you know, what do you want me to do one right now? And he said, think about what you're going through. And you know me, I'm just about as honest and real as you can get. I have a little bit of my life that's private. But outside of that, the other 95% is an open book that can it may minister to the hearers. So maybe you can relate to it. He said, what's going on right now? I said, well, I'm on this elliptoglide and I don't like it, but I must do it. He said, that makes great sermon. I said, why, Father? He says, because in the kingdom of God, there's many things that you're going to have to do that you may not feel to do. You may not feel like doing. You might not even want to do or it might just seem too hard along the way. I said, okay, Yahweh, then let me begin to tell my story about you can make it no matter how hard it seems along the way. So I want to talk about that because in life, now this is everybody, there's no one exempt from that. It ain't extra special because it's me and it's not lesser because it's you. It's not extra special because it's you and lesser because it's me. Well, Yahweh has showed me in my 57 years of being on this planet has showed me everybody, Christian, unchristian, don't matter, is going to go through something in their life that might have been too hard, that they might have not wanted to go through, but they had to press themselves. And if they didn't press themselves, they had to come back around the mountain. <laughs> and you say, well, why are you laughing? Well, I, I guess being on the elliptoglide to me is coming back around the mountain because for a while I didn't do it and I needed to do it. But the truth of the matter is for me, I need to do this the rest of my life to stay healthy, get the weight off and be fit. So there are things that you might be required to do in your life. Listen, this is, this is the difference between champions in life. Okay. There are things that will require you to do that you don't like to do. I'm going to say that again. There are things in life, spiritual, non-spiritual, that you would be required to do, but you don't like to get to your destiny. Now, I know we all like our destiny to be like the lotto, right? Pick a number, pay $2, and someone calls your number, and they say, hey, you just won $500 million. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. But that is that the norm for nobody. And if you do a study on it, majority of people, the Bible says they're fools and their money are soon departed. Most of the people that win lotto do stupid stuff, ruin their lives, ruin their families, ruin their businesses, ruin their everything because they didn't earn it. They didn't pay the price to get it. So they couldn't carry. They didn't have the framework to carry the load of the provision of the prosperity that was given to them. That's why it's not really a good system. Okay. But that's another thing. But that goes back to paying the price. See, when you pay a price to become great, when you do the things that you don't want to do, right? You get up early, you go to work, you work harder than somebody else, 
You put out the effort more than someone else. You put out the time more than someone else. You put out this more than someone else. And it's not that you're in a race and not that you're comparing, but I'm telling you the difference is your result. The guy that's sitting around watching TV, eating bonbons, versus you out there working from sunup to sundown and then some, it's going to produce a different result. Same thing in the kingdom of God. People are always asking me, man, why is the Holy Spirit so much on you? Why is the Holy Spirit so much around you? I'm going to tell you right now, this guy is normal. <laughs> I remember I heard someone say that. They said, I'm just normal. Well, let me tell you, okay? Uh, I'm just normal. <laughs> and because I'm just normal... Um, there's nothing special like, oh, you know, Craig did something extra curriculum. Craig did something extra special. No, I love the word whosoever willeth. Come on, can you hear me? Whosoever willeth, come to the Father. All right, so I, I willed, I chose to engage Yahweh as much as possible. Now, there's times that I could be watching TV, but I'm engaging. I'll be honest with you, there's times, like, I love movies. Everybody loves movies, but it's crazy over the last two years I love movies a lot less. I didn't get more spiritual, so don't think that was what it was. I just li like movies a lot less. But there's been many times I would get home. You know, minister's hours are crazy. They're seven days a week, every day, even on vacation. Okay? You're on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So it's crazy hours. So sometimes I get home, I'll be, oh, I just want to sit back and watch my Star Wars or something. I'm a big Star Wars fan. Well, Holy Spirit would be like, I'll click on the Apple TV and he'll go, go to YouTube. I'm like, I want to go to, I want to go see Luke Skywalker. And he's like, go to YouTube, you know, find, find such and such song, right? And uh, I go ahead and I find that song. He said, now engage with it. And now all of a sudden, hours have went by. Now the same time would have been spent ministering to my flesh that Yahweh did not have a problem with. He wasn't trying to cancel my assignment of my movie. He wanted to spend some intimate time. See, that was going to be my intimate time. He wanted to spend some of my most valued time, my rest time with him. And because it's on a regular basis, the Holy Spirit shows up all the time. See, it's the one who puts out the effort and does what your normal person won't do. Now, listen, no one, we're not in a race. You are son. I am no longer telling people that you have to develop or mature into a son. That would be unscripturally correct. The Bible says when you see Jesus Christ, you're sons of God. And that doesn't mean that you're soulless man. And it doesn't mean that your body is fully developed into the recognition of the knowledge of the consciousness of what happened to your spirit man. Because your spirit man got under the law of sin and death no longer. Now it's under the law of life, liberty, and righteousness in the blood covenant of Yeshua. Therefore, it's perfect. Go ahead and you can say you're perfect. Now, because of that, I still have some development or discovery, I like to call it, because I'm discovering who I am. And when I'm discovering who I am, I'm finding I'm just like, yo, hey, shin, va, hey. I'm just like, Urak Kadesh. I'm just like Yeshua the Christ, see? I'm just like the ox, lion, eagle, the man. This is the revealing of yourself that I keep telling people about and keep talking to them about because what you're going to find, oh, yeah, sometimes I found out that I like flesh things. Oh, my God, Pastor, you like flesh things. <laughs> 
Don't you? That's just life. Get out of religion until you can come to grips and who you are and face who you are. You won't be able to deal with it naturally and honestly and allow Holy Spirit, not condemnation, not guilt and shame, but allow Holy Spirit to come and work in that life. Maybe you have some hidden bitterness. Maybe you lie a lot. Maybe you have a pride issue. Maybe you have an insecurity issue. God forbid in the church eyes, maybe you have a lust problem. Maybe you have this, my money problem. But let me tell you something. Jesus loves you. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. Listen, he loves you. He delights in you. He delights in you. Are you hearing me? He delights in you. And he takes great pleasure in you. Oh, no, I read the word. He takes great pleasure when I sacrifice my flesh and I don't sin and I don't do this. And this is true. Yahweh takes pleasure in anyone that walks uprightly in the Lord. But he also takes pleasure in you right away. And then out of that, when you realize that, your body and your soul will begin to look at your spirit, man, and go, ah, oh, I see the Son of God. <laughs> I want to be like that. They'll be transformed. That which they behold <laughs> will behold them. That which they look upon, they shall become. See, it's an oxymoron compared to what we're taught in religion. It was beat down, beat down, beat down. You're no good. You're no good. And Yahweh's saying, you're good enough. I gave you my son. You're good enough. I gave you my number one. You're good enough. You are perfect in my sight. You're good enough. I created you out of my delight. See, anytime I start talking about this, I just start shifting. I don't know. I'm over here on this uh, elliptical, but my spirit man's in the heavenly places just singing and dancing with the angels of the Lord because you're good enough. You're good enough. Yahweh says this. So you see, that's the secrets of life that sometimes you just got to do things you don't want to do to get to places that you've never been. Sometimes you have to let go of everything you've got to get what you never had. That is hard. I'm going to be honest with you. The more stable you are, someone like myself, the more stable you are, it's hard letting go of what you have to get what you haven't had because you're already comfortable. You're already stable. Oh, I'm not at my goal of anything. I have so many goals so high. It's going to take me a lifetime. I'm going to have to become my Enoch and just live a long, long, long time and transcend out of here. But on the same hand, you can get pretty comfortable in the kingdom of God with his blessings and the way you walk with him. And he says, no, 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 son. No, come on. Come a little deeper. Come a little higher. This has nothing to do with you being a son. You're already a son. This has nothing to do with you being a mature son. You're already a mature son. You just don't have the consciousness of your maturity. You don't have the consciousness of the development and the framework of your soul or the framework of your body. It's kind of like this. This guy had a company, very successful Italian restaurant, okay? And he did great, 40 years. Well, he was going to pass away, so he gave it to his son. And when he gave it to his son, his son was, you know, he really just didn't put a lot of effort into it through the years. He knew a little bit about it because, you know, hey, that's dad's, right? But his son ran it into the ground. He was so excited when he got it, but he ran it to the ground, took all the profit out of it. And before you know it, it was nothing and went out of two. Why? Because he didn't have the framework. He was still a son. He was still a son. Get it? That's why he got the prize. But he didn't have the framework. He didn't go do the things he didn't want to do to learn the business so he could have the framework to take it to the next level or at least maintain the greatness that it was. God's speaking to you today. Go ahead. Suck it up by the cup. Do the things you don't want to do and become your best. 
because Jesus Christ is inside of you. Holy Ghost is inside of you. Urak Kadesh is all over you. Seven spirits are all over you. And Elohim, Yahweh, the Most High God, abides under governance over you through Yeshua, the Christ blood. I thank you, Yahweh. Well, once again, I love you. You are so beautiful. Shalom.